Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. All right, we're going to get into today's um, teaching. We won't take much of your time. I was thinking this morning, I was sitting by my Christmas tree, started thinking about it last night, and I was like, what is a great... Um, what is a great topic, especially during the holidays? Because lots of things can suck our <laughs> suck our joy. <laughs> it could be crowds. It could be <laughs> boxing classes. No, um, it could be crowds. It could be, hey, Teddy, kiddos. We have to parent and work at the same time, guys. Thanks for your understanding. Hey, that could take your joy. <laughs> yeah. Side note: I about lost it in the car on the way here <laughs> because my kids half listen. You know, I, Brooklyn's like the absent-minded professor. You know, that old Disney movie because she's smart, but Isabella. she's just like in her own world. Mm-hmm. She's super smart. When she activates it, she's smart, but then she's just like la-di-da, and she skips out to the car, and I was like, I have to run errands after. Where's your shoes? Da-da-da. And we like, had to turn around. I'm running late to the studio. I literally in the car, I was like, I can't believe that I'm, you know, borderline getting mad here, getting ready to go speak on joy. So like that happens, and that's just shoes on a kid. There's a lot. No, I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) And there's just a lot of. It could be little things, and it could be big things. Everybody can be going through something. There's deaths. There's. Maybe someone didn't pass away recently. Maybe, but this happens to be the first Christmas without him. There's, there's a whole. It could be a whole list of things where people's joy gets stolen, and so that's why I wanted to encourage you today because we know what the Bible says: the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord. <laughs> Anybody could have I'm stuff to complain about. Head down to the other office no. in a minute. Like nobody, you know, if anybody, if you really search, you could have something to complain about. Yes, absolutely. And so we need joy to live our Christian life. We need joy to push through trials, right? We, because joy provides what? Peace, blessing in our life. Because the devil wants to zap it away from you. Like completely suck it dry because he knows with joy, you are in strength. With strength, you're not going to be defeated. You're a fortified city when there's strength involved. And so I wrote down four truths about joy or four truths um, when you know about these truths, what joy does in your life. And uh, I was like, let me first write down the definition of what biblical joy is. Because if you ask the world, they'll just say it's your giggles. Right. It's your laughs. Um, You know, that to me is... uh, Plenty of people laugh and could be in a state of depression. Yeah. Look at Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. He hung himself, but he was known for being a comedian, like an actor for all comedy movies. Yeah. Who made people happy, but he was so tortured that um, he went and took his own life. And so that's just a coverall. But the joy that we're talking about, biblical joy is based on the integrity of God's word and not on circumstances. And when you are void of God's word, when you don't have that as your foundation, as your rock, um, as your, as you know, 
what you're standing on, it's easy to be uh, sucker punched and take it. It's easy to be talked out of it. And so just like with Robin Williams, here he is making the making millions of dollars on making people laugh. Like, you know, people always are like, oh, I wish I had that money. I wish I had his money or I wish I had this. And here he is, uh, doesn't even want to live anymore. Then <laughs> you realize that th that's not joy. Just yeah. because somebody laughs doesn't make it joy. And so the first truth I wrote down, the first joy truth I wrote is joy transforms our difficult circumstances into times of blessing. Um, I'm going to read this verse here. I'm going to let Jenna kind of talk a little bit on this topic because I feel like with some things that she's gone through, some trials in her life, uh, this was a great one because I, I, I really honestly besides like Ted, who literally like is joy. <laughs> He's just all well, I mean, you never see him down. You never see him, nothing bothers him, nothing phases him. But um, I would say another major uh, person in my life that oozes joy is Jenna. And she has some serious reasons where she could allow to not let <laughs> that be a part of her life. But instead she's took situations and she's she stood on the word of God and then allowed joy to be in the driver's seat rather than other circumstances. So number one, the first truth joy is joy transforms our difficult circumstances into a time of blessing. Uh, I'm going to read first Peter one, six through eight. So be truly glad there is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. Now, when I say trials, they're not talking about things that Jesus has redeemed you from. There are things that happen in life. There are trials. There are things, issues that happen. But it's what do we do with them? How do we react to them? And so it says it is being tested as fire test and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you've never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. So trials happen, but if you stay in that atmosphere, if you stay in the feeling of what that trial feels like, it's an open door for the enemy to steal from you. Peace, your health, joy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because not everyone knows. <clears throat> I mean, we've talked about it a lot, and there's people that have followed us for a while, but not everybody knows the situation, you know, when I say about difficult circumstances for you. Yeah, so <clears throat> even um, most of you guys know that my husband and I, we did lose... Um, four babies. We had a miscarriage. Then we had a son who was full term. And then we had twin girls that I, I delivered as well that, that didn't make it. And so um, it was always around the holidays. That was, you know, kind of the crazy thing. So when we had our, our twins and they passed yeah, away, that it is was crazy, right? It was the week of All Thanksgiving. The same time. And then um, a couple years later, we lost our son, same thing, the week of Thanksgiving. 
And so, uh, you know, it can be, it can like, it would be easy to every time the holidays come around, remember this like sad occasion right. that happened. But you know, like I was just telling somebody uh, yesterday who, who called me and said like, you didn't post anything or anything about like the kids and stuff. And it's like, I didn't because I honestly didn't think about it. I was having so much fun like with my family. We were traveling and, and, and stuff that I didn't, uh, it's not a sad moment for me anymore. Right. Like I don't, I think about it, but when I think about it, it's never like a sad moment. Like I think of so much good that's come from it. Um, when we lost the twins, we obviously were really upset. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah <laughs> you're like we a were, mom. You're, we I, were upset. You have feelings. You are human. Yeah. But <laughs> we, we never once ever like questioned God or asked why or anything like that. Like never, not one time. And then when we lost I believe our, that's a seed sown to help you through stuff like that because people get that and they get to a dark place and their mind you wanders. Can easily. Like you could easily let your, let your mind go there and be like, man, like I serve God. I, I, I do everything right. like why this shouldn't, this shouldn't happen. But we never once did that. And in fact, like I, th when I think back, we even like when we had our son and so like he's laying there with us and all of our families coming in like they want to see what he looks like and they want to hold him and mind you like he's not breathing you know like he's Looks he's like not a alive. Doll baby yeah he's not alive he's a full-term baby but he is not alive and like even the moment i think like our pastor at the time came in and like he looked at him and like cracked a joke and we all just like bust out laughing you know so it's so easy to be like man like i'm holding my my son that I've always wanted, he's not alive, he's not breathing, and I, I should be crying. Right. You know, and we had moments where we did, obviously, but we never, I never felt depressed. I never let That's myself get there. Supernatural. And so I, <clears throat> I always made sure, though, even in that moment, like when we held him, like we praised God. Like, I never questioned him. I, I always told him he was good. I knew he was going to turn it around. I asked him to make it a testimony for people. And so I didn't let myself get caught up in what I was looking at naturally because I knew supernaturally that it was going to end up being good. And it has been. I yeah. mean, it's it's helped so many people. Our stories helped so many people more than I could have ever probably imagined. And that's what we asked him for. But not even the testimony of 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 you getting two more beautiful, healthy children, but also I, I believe the way you react and still react is a testimony. Like you said, someone called you the other day and was like, why aren't you like this? Yeah, like I had <laughs> someone say like, you know, I, I still am grieving them. And I'm like, really? You know what I mean? <laughs> because that's the thing, you can't sit in grief. Like you grieve it, but then you have to move on right. from it because then you will get in the point in the place that you're you're never going to be happy. Nothing will make you happy because you're sitting in this emotion right. that you're not meant to sit in. And so it, it's okay to kind of go through it, but go through it quickly because God doesn't change. We're not supposed to to sit in that emotion, right? Right. And so uh, we moved. We 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 processed it. We moved through it. We always stuck with God, though. No matter, I mean, we've been through even more than that. Like, I've been through stuff as a child, like abuse. I have asked, you know, that I've asked the Lord to, you know, I always ask him to make me joyful. I always ask for, uh, 
for certain things. Like, there's plenty of stuff we've been through. I mean, money problems when we first got married to losing children. I mean, there's so much stuff that you could be like, man, this, this, and this has happened to me. And, and, and feel like you don't have a reason to be happy. But we're supposed to be joyful. Things are going to happen. And it is right. Like, how we react to certain situations, I feel like, can either can block your blessing, too. Absolutely. If you ask the Lord to give you something, um, like I've kind of seen this recently, if you ask the Lord to give you something, he gives it to you, but then you're like, oh, man, I'm not really sure if I really wanted that. You're how you reacted to it. <laughs> then you, you could be like... <laughs> Like, you should be happy. Like, when we wanted to move here, we felt in January to move. I didn't want to move. I was perfectly content where I was, and um, we felt to move, and we did it. And it, it could have even then been easy to be like, oh, but I'm sad. Like, I'm leaving this, and I'm leaving that. I never once, no. never once let myself get there because I didn't want anything to be blocked from me that he had for me and if I ask him for something and he gives it to me then I'm never going to second guess him right and and get into an emotion of being sad like and I'm going to be happy and you the said whole yes time. to his word and yeah. so that shows the Lord that he can trust you yes by your reaction and that you stepped out and said I'll do it it's uncomfortable I don't have all the puzzle pieces but I will do it yeah and, and I'm so, gonna do it I'm with a smile uh, on my and face, you did it fast and, yeah so it's like the Lord needs people like that because he can trust you, that it's not going to take forever to accomplish his plan and what he wants. I even feel like that when we lost the kids, like when we were holding our son and we're like laughing in the room and we're talking about like what he looked like and he looked just like my husband. And so we're, we're talking about it. And I always like it, it might sound kind of crazy, but like I always prayed for my kids to look a certain way. I wanted their... <laughs> hair to be a certain way so that I could do it. I wanted them to because if you don't know, my kids are mixed. In case you don't know, her husband's black. <laughs> like black. <laughs> Not mixed, like he's black. <laughs> and so there were certain things I prayed for. Like I really did pray, like I wanted them to look a certain way, have a certain personality and things. Like there were things that I wanted in my children and, um, I even think like when we were sitting there and like we're laughing, like I was like, look, his hair is like this. Just what I said I wanted, you know, and it, it's a moment that like nurses would walk in and just be blown away. I bet because they see that all day long. Yeah, like we would be in there like we had music playing. Our family was coming in to look at look at him and and uh, nurses even wrote us afterward. Like really? just, yeah, just blown away. Cause we had one nurse who she was with us when we lost the twins. And then again with Mason, seriously, we were in oh, the same exact man. room. I delivered the same exact I room. I didn't know that part. Yeah. I remember we walked into the room and I was like, because, because they all passed away for during Thanksgiving. That's when we're always in West Virginia. Yeah. So I always got the calls at my in-laws house and I couldn't come see you. Yeah, and so we literally delivered in the same room and one particular nurse, we had the same nurse both times. And she even like wrote us like a letter after we left the hospital. But see, it caught someone's attention of the world. It yeah. caught someone's attention to be like, wait a second, when they should have not had joy, when they should have been in you know, depression, when they should have uh, been a certain way, why was she different? So when you operate based on how the Bible commands us, because it is one of the nine fruit of the spirit, it is a way we are supposed to operate. 
that joy is a choice when you operate and you emulate an image of God because he walked in all nine of those things, then it causes people to ask about your savior. That's why I'm always so big on not looking a certain way, not talking a certain way, yeah. not doing this. It's, it's not because if you look a certain way, you're going to not get in heaven. If you, if you, if you right. say some cuss words, you're not going to get into heaven. If you say, you know what I'm saying? But why look how everyone else looks when you should look different? So it causes people to be like, they take notice. what's different about you? When this came up, why did you react different? And so she's getting letters for the same thing. And I think it just pleases the Lord. Like when he sees you, sees how you react to things, it, it pleases him to know that like I, I trust him. And so then he trusted me and gave me, you know, two amazing yeah. little girls. So, yep. And so in Romans eight twenty eight, you know, a lot of people quote this verse and then they, they don't say the whole thing. They say... And we know that God causes everything to work together for good. And then everyone puts a period on it. But the rest of it is, who does he call things to work together? What does he take that the enemy tried to steal, kill, and destroy? What did he take and then flip the tables on? It says, for those or of those who what? Love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So that verse, Romans 8, 28, is not for everyone. It's not everyone's going to have a bad situation and it's going to be flipped for good. Right. It's for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. And so you have to remember that. But number one is joy transforms our difficult circumstances into a time of of blessing. All right. Number two, number two, joy, truth today, authentic joy. Now we talked about that at the beginning. I wrote down biblical joy is based on the integrity of God's word and not on circumstances. So number two, authentic joy and true happiness is found in God's presence. Now, one verse that you guys are around Ted long enough, he always quotes Psalm 1611 in his presence is fullness of joy and pleasures of living with you forever. And so, what, the soda? <laughs> living their best life out there. First Chronicles 16, 25 through 27. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. The gods of our nations are mere idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty surround him. Strength and joy fill his dwelling. So look what happens when you dwell with the, the Lord, when you are in his presence, when you are with him, when you take time every day to be with him, to pray, to talk, to read his word, to obey it. You're in his presence. It's not like you have to get into this like feeling like you would at church all the time where it's like, I, I just don't know if I can be in his presence anymore because I just... I'm not crying or I'm not lifting my hands. Yeah. That's not what it's about. That is an action that we do when we feel the anointing sometimes, you know, when, when we're in church. But being in his presence is, hey, just simply talking to him. Get some, get, you got some music on. You got some preaching going. You sit, you pray, you read. In his presence is fullness of joy. 
Psalm 1611, meaning no room for anxiety, no room for depression, no room for fear, no room for doubt, no room for a victim mentality, no room for any of the devil's nonsense when you stay in his presence. And that's why I also like uh, the first Chronicles, but the end of verse 27, strength and joy. See how it, Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So there's something to it. There is strength and joy go hand in hand. When you have joy, you're going to have strength. Mm-hmm. So when you stay in that joy, and it says that strength and joy fill whose dwelling? The Lord's dwelling. So when you are in his dwelling, then you will feel the joy of the Lord. And so I, I love Psalms. I, I like to read Psalms a lot. And I love Proverbs, but like I really love Psalms. I love um, the things that David says. It's funny because you hear him like, oh, what was me? What was me? And then he's like real strong in like another chapter. <laughs> but <laughs> in uh, Psalm 28, 7, it says, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. So David discovered the Lord's joy as a result of what? His time with God. We have to take time for God. We have to. That's why we're getting ready to do this fast and and we're setting aside. We're saying this is how we're starting our year. We're setting the tone for our year by prayer and fasting, by spending time with God. Uh, It's not to, it's not changing God by our fasting. It's changing us. It's getting us to have uh, better hearing, better eyesight for the things and revelation of God. So that's what it's like David said, listen, a joy is a result of being with God. And so what does our time look like with the Lord? Do we schedule it? Do we schedule it in? Do we schedule it out? A lot of people schedule it out. (laughs) It's not that I I haven't scheduled it out before. I I mean, yeah. uh, there's times we got where, busy days, right? Yeah. Can I get an amen, sister, <laughs> homeschool mom, cat, oh, I cat, uh, I'm my cat co-parent, <laughs> cat co-parent. Yeah. Ow. 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 <laughs> Let me massage that. Oh. That. <laughs> Your face. You are heavy-handed. You are strong. And set apart. Yeah, I just told Carolyn yesterday, I said I I started my day at 630 and the last time I looked at the clock, it was midnight last night. So easy. So it's so easy to get caught up in the day to day, especially if you have kids and you work and yeah, I mean, just normal stuff. I mean, it's it's just time fly. (laughs) Yeah, not by her. No, you want a massage by me. Yes, that hurt. No. It feels good to get it out. Whenever I get a massage, I always ask for like really light pressure. I just oh, want to be really Lord be Jesus. caressed. I mean, just caress. <laughs> yeah, Maddie will do that for free. She's not strong, <laughs> but um, she's, but yeah, it's she's easy. low pain tolerance too. It's it's really easy to get caught up in. Uh, there's always going to be a million things to do, especially if you're someone who always wants to do more or you, you know, there's always gonna, going yes. to be a million things that you can do, and something even lot. Carolyn's. Ha- well, you've helped me with it, but it's something that she's even helped me with. Even like this boxing class. I'm like, no, I really do. Like that's a whole hour of the day. Like how, how much, what could I get done in that hour? But even taking that hour then helps me the rest of the day be more focused mentally, like all of that stuff. And so it really is. I can tell. If you have to. We're like sharp right now. <laughs> 
I'm not kidding. If you she walked in the studio and I was like, "Dang, girl, you sharp. You must go into boxing." Today. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but if it, you do have to sometimes schedule it in, like I'm gonna get up. I was doing that for a while. My alarm would go off because I wanted to get up an hour before the kids got up and got started, and that was my time. I I needed to schedule it in because. I was trying to put it off till nighttime, but then nighttime oh, comes no. and forget about it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm no good. Mental, <laughs> mental shutdown. Yeah, I would start reading. I finished putting those kids to bed. Only once in a while, like when Ted travels and I put them to bed, then I will um, sometimes get in bed with a book. But then even then, I'm like, yeah, I've been a single parent all day long. God bless you, single parents. Oh yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, you deserve an award. Big time. You are my superhero. Amen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's tough. It's tough. And so, like, at nighttime, like I even told Tiffany a couple weeks ago, I had got out of the shower, and I was like, I'm just going to stay here for a second. And I had woke up that I had fell asleep. I just went to the side. <laughs> I literally fell over to the side and fell asleep. In what? The shower? No, I, I had got out of the shower. But, like, I was like, oh, my ball. <laughs> He was done with the broadcast. You were savage. My said ball. Twice. <laughs> Boom. But you do if you have to schedule it in. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do as long as you get it in. Because we schedule everything else. We plan. Right. We literally plan for everything in life. Mm -hmm. We plan for appointments we plan for jobs we plan for savings we plan for our future that's happening in 50 years you know we plan yeah. for everything and this is the most important and thing and this that is vital to our life it is it's the most important thing that you um you have to get in on a regular basis because you know it like she said it is vital so if you do have to schedule it in, there's nothing wrong with that schedule it in yeah, no, I have to do it. That's why I set my alarm and get up for everybody else. Cause mm -hmm. morning is, I'm a morning person. I am too. Like I wake up and I'm good to go. I don't need like, I don't yeah. need you to not talk to me for three hours or. I'm like that too. I, I, I'm good. Like I wake up. Jenna knows she texts me and I'm I'm awake yeah. and going at it. She'll text other people and. <laughs> not so much. This thing on. <laughs> <laughs> Very short responses. <laughs> I'm like, good morning. <laughs> she does that. It's like lots of G's in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and I'll send a gift back or something. So, but yeah, if you have to schedule it in, do that. Schedule it in. It's the most important thing that you could schedule in. It's far more yeah. important than anything else. And so, uh, schedule it in. At night, I even like to like. That's when I'll put on preaching and stuff, especially like if Ralph's yeah, at work. Yeah, I like to listen to stuff. Have it playing. Too. Have stuff playing when you go to sleep, even. When I was battling stuff, when I had my twins, I would literally go to bed at night, like, listening to the Bible app. I was like, who is that? Who's writing 30 minutes is my daughter. I didn't even know that that oh, was. I need at least 30 minutes after I wake up. Really? Yeah. <sighs> Maddie. Mom She's knows. her father's kid, not me. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> That's Jasmine. Jazz is like, don't talk to me, please. Yeah, that's Ted. He needs like a long gap. And then Bella's like me. Like, She's like, good morning, Don't Mom. come at him with a list. Don't come at him with anything. Like there's, it's not, 
and you gotta wait. He was he's always been like that though. It's he's up, but he's not yeah, up. Like, <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. No, yet. no, no. Yeah. You gotta catch him noon and on. And me, like I He's wake up, up, like he's he'll be up even when I'm reading, you know, sometimes eight or whatever, but there's no like there's no work talk. There's yeah. no like this is a deadline. What are you doing today? Do you have this? Are you going in the studio? Like, he'll oh, shut it down real fast. Ralph, right when his feet touch the floor, he's like, all right, so what's the plan for today? This, this, this. And sometimes I look and I'm like. <laughs> no, it's not Ted. It's, it's seven. Ted comes alive at night, as you see. Yeah, he's a night owl. He, he comes alive at night. The later in the day it goes on, the more Ted's like, Yeah. <laughs> I'm the opposite. I start off like, ah, and then I kind of dwindle. So, <laughs> I'm the same way. I dwindle at I night. start off that way, and then, you know, like, we'll be coming home from services at night, and he could still be, like, blasting music, and I'm like, turn it down. <laughs> Just was in your service for three hours. <laughs> so we're going home to relax. Shut the music off in the car. <laughs> Overstimulated from everybody at church. No. <laughs> yeah, I dwindle at night. So I have to do like my most important things, which is like, you know, reading and my time with the Lord. That has to be done in the morning for yep. me. Um, otherwise, it can just get lost in the day. I was just telling them at the boxing gym, I was like, I just have to stick with mornings because when the afternoon comes, it just more stuff just keeps happening and happening and happening. And then yeah. you, you kind of lose the day very true very true all right number three number three joy truth lasting joy is possible in every season when we follow God's truth now catch that in there lasting joy is possible in what once in a while 50% no in every season when we what follow God's truth so there's an action part on what we have to do as Christians Okay, it's not just, hey, I, I said the sinner's prayer, now I'm saved, and everything works out for me. Everything's, you know, <laughs> there's a reason that when you go through the Gospels that it says, oh, ye have little faith, no faith, great faith. You know what I mean? So there are going to be levels here. We have to work at that. And so our obedience. So in Psalm 1, I love Psalm 1, it says, oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers. But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither and they prosper in all they do. So doing God's commands, delighting in his law, abiding by it, obeying it, I wrote down, I'll, you can kind of call it like our life's boundaries. <laughs> it's a good way to put it. I mean, like when you know your boundary line, yeah. that's where you know where you can stay and where to put the devil out because you have a boundary line. It's like you can't come here, but I'm going to stay where I'm, where I'm meant to be because this is where nobody can get me. This is where I won't be sucker punched. This is where I won't because I know I'm on a firm foundation. He'll try to move you around, but you got to know where your boundary line is. And so God's commandments or our, our boundary lines for life, it says that those who uh, plant their trees along the riverbank will bear fruit in each season, each season. In Psalm 19, 8, it says the commandments of the Lord are right. 
bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for the living. Insight for the living. When we choose joy, look at the things we get. Because I just told you it's possible in every season for lasting joy. So when we choose joy, I said it before, it's a choice. It doesn't just like fall upon us and then we're set for life. Right. It, it's, it's a choice. Just like self-control as fruit of the Spirit. When we, I feel like, oops, I hit my mic. I feel like um, when we do self-control, start with that one because then it makes all the other fruit of the spirit way easier to abide by yes <laughs> i'm controlling my love i'm controlling my patience I'm controlling myself <laughs> hey listen everything i yell at the kids about in my time of self-control i'm learning myself and so psalms 119 1 through 7 joyful are people of integrity. So this is what I'm going to show you. When we choose joy, this is what we get. Joyful are people of integrity who follow the instructions of the Lord. When we follow them, joyful are those who obey his laws and search for him with all their hearts. So look, you're going to live in joy because of your integrity. You're going to be joyful because you follow his instructions. Joyful are those who obey and search for him with all their heart. They do not compromise with evil and they walk only in his paths. You have charged us to keep your commandments carefully. Oh, that my actions would consistently reflect your decrees. Then I will not be ashamed when I compare my life to your commands. As I learn your righteousness regulations, I will thank you by living as I should. So there are benefits for choosing joy. Okay. <laughs> I was reading that. Johnny. Um, all right, and then our last one today, our number four joy truth is trusting God with our future brings undeniable joy and peace. I wrote down, God doesn't promise that joy has to make logical sense for our circumstances. Just like you heard Jenna with her testimony. It was not a logical reaction to people around her to be laughing and cracking jokes, holding her dead son. That's not like, uh, the, the, the world calls us crazy, but that is actually a reflection of how a true Christian should operate in a time of, you know, when you, when you act that way, it confuses your enemy. When you praise in a time that you should be like uh, fearful, it confuses the enemy. That's how you win every battle. When you confuse your enemy, they won't know what to do and you have the advantage when you confuse them. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't, God doesn't promise that joy to make logical sense for circumstances. So that's how it becomes a weapon of confusion for your enemy. He's never had it. He's never going to have it. And so when we remain in joy at all times, it's a frustration tool to the enemy. Yeah, the enemy's never so going to walk in joy. He's never, he's never had it. He's mad that he can't have anything that you have anything like you said it just it'll confuse him yeah because he, if you if you get knocked down and then you stay down and then, then he's like oh i got them and then it could just be like punch after punch after punch you know what i mean right like, we started so when we first got married i was told i couldn't have any kids that could have been a blow right there then we uh got pregnant with twins lost them could have been another blow then i had a miscarriage another one then i had um my son full term could have been another one and then was told I had cancer in my uterus. So like 
if if I if I didn't keep my joy during all of that, right. oh, it could have like took me out. Right. And so that by being a certain way confused your enemy yep. that whatever he threw, threw your way, it, it did not stick on you. Yeah. It and did not, we did not react to it. Yeah. And right. You ended up winning and you've been so blessed ever since. Oh, yeah. I mean, not even just with girls, financially, in your marriage, everything that you've done, you've been blessed by yeah, overcoming it with joy. Oh yeah, everything turned for us the moment, and, I, and Ralph and I talk about it all the time, the moment we were in the hospital and had our son and the way we reacted to after we had him, um, you, you, you even, could even feel it in both of us. It was like a switch. It's just the way we reacted, it, it changed everything. It changed the whole direction of our lives and where we were headed, and, and it has been from that moment on, it's been nothing but increase. That's awesome. And, and, and good things, you know. Um, God promises us that uh, he will provide when we trust him. So look at these three verses before we wrap it up today and pray for you. Proverbs 16, 20. Those who listen to instruction, those who trust the Lord will be joyful. So these are keys. These are, these are our four biblical truths that we went over with you today to show you that when we do our part, our part is an action word. These are the things we're going to receive. We're going to be able to walk in our strength, walk in our joy, walk in peace. Psalms 28, 7, the Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving and Psalms 30, 11. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You've taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. So he says, listen, cast your cares onto me for I care for you. We're going to take off a heavy burden. He says, I'll trade you. That's it. it. It's that simple. The word of God is that simple. It's that black and white. I'll trade you. You give me your cares, you give me your mourning, and I'll clothe you with joy. I'll clothe you with peace. Along with peace comes happiness, love. I mean, it, it, to me, it's like a ripple effect. Yeah. It's like you can get one thing down, and then it's just easy. You oh, can just yeah. go around. It's like the cycle. You just keep inheriting the goodness of God and what he has for you. Um, so staying in joy gives us the power to change the circumstance around us rather than the circumstances changing us. So staying in joy, taking this season, no matter what, no matter if you feel frustrated in your finances, no matter if you feel frustrated in, in a relationship, in a situation, uh, maybe this is a going through a grieving time, maybe something just happened, maybe this is the first holiday without somebody, you know, that, that, that maybe passed away this year. Whatever the issue is, if we remain in joy, it, it, it changes the situation because it takes what the enemy's trying to do for you and confuses it. And then you hold the tool. You hold the upper hand when you live in and operate in That's constant right. joy. You want to pray? That's right. Let me sure. pray. Your ball. <laughs> All right. Lord, I thank you for every single person watching this broadcast. Father, I pray that you fill them with supernatural joy, Lord. I pray that you give them peace. And Lord, I thank you for every single one of them. I thank you for all of the partners yeah. of this ministry. I pray that this next year will be the best year yes. that they've ever had in your mighty name. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being with us. We, 
I wish like they could come through the camera because I love all the people that are watching. But soon you will. It's nice. Soon you'll be able to. (laughs) It's nice when you like at the banquet when you can put faces with all the names that you see and the people that I talk to on the phone. And um, it's really. uh, I know Bonnie asked me last week. She's like, are you going to be live, please? I know. I miss you being live. I said, I am. I'm I'm in West Virginia this week. I promise I'll be back next week. And that's today. Bonnie, I kept my promise good. But we'll see you on Friday. Don't forget, it's Friday Carolyn giveaways. Make sure you're on. Hey, Saturday, (laughs) Sunday, what? Oh, that's what I wanted to do for the Christmas video. Maddie, you never reminded me. I wanted to do a remake of that, that video. By Friday? Yes! We can do it. Like Alex could drive the car and you and I could be the, we can do the African on the outside of the car. <laughs> I don't know if Let's I get do down it. that low, but he, My knees he, will he did that thing that like Zach's son does. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know if I can do that. I'll do as close as I can. Yeah. I mean, might be a half kinda... squat. <laughs> yeah, and then in January, there will be lots of lives. I know you guys are, everybody's been asking about the lives. Stay tuned in January. Carolyn will be back on Friday. 